Hello, this is Pastor John with another day of reading the word. Let's go to the Lord. Father, thank you so much for your faithfulness and your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for the families uh, represented here, Lord, that you will touch them and bless them, keep them safe and healthy, provide in the financial crisis, the health crisis uh, that's going on in our world. But Father, we trust in you. We know that you cover us, that you protect us, you heal us, you keep us safe and sound, and you are our provider. I thank you for your word, Lord, that is so uh, powerful in our lives as we read it and understand it and believe it and apply it to our lives. As we practice our walk with you, Lord, in the word, we ask that you would receive. We ask you to receive the glory and honor for what you're doing in our lives. And we love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to start here. First Timothy chapter 4. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the truth. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars, and their consciences are dead. They will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain foods. You know, about eating certain foods and about marriage, uh, Paul writes uh, quite a bit about um, that what God calls clean, that we should not declare unclean, words of Jesus, I believe. And um, we come to a place where we ask the Lord thankfully over everything that we do. In marriage, I, uh, I like marriage. <laughs> um, they will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain foods, but God created these foods to be eaten with thanks by faithful people who know the truth. Since everything, everything, everything God created is good, we should not reject any of it, but receive it with thanks. For we know it is made acceptable by the word of God and prayer. So everything that we do and have, we should pray and be thankful for it. And that then makes it acceptable by the word of God. Verse six, if you explain these things to a brother or a sister, Timothy, you will be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus, one who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teaching you have followed. Do not waste time. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. And this is a quote that we should remember. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Verse 9, this is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. This is why we work hard and continue to struggle. For our hope is in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, and particularly of all believers. So here, Paul says that God is the Savior of all people. This is something that we know. God died for all. Uh, John 3.16, very popular. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that's everybody, everybody, 
has a chance at eternal life. So Paul is writing this letter um, saying there is hope in the living God for those uh, uh, who is the savior of all and particularly the savior of all believers. That's us. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. So Timothy is a young man. Paul has already indicated in the first chapter or two here that young, that young believers should not be put in position of leadership or honor. However, he's not talking about young in age so much as he is talking about young in Christ. Paul knows that the young man, Timothy, has been brought up righteously, correctly, and therefore he qualifies, even in his youth, to be a leader. So he tells him, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say and in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church. And that's what I like doing, reading the scriptures, encouraging the believers, and teaching them. Verse 14, do not neglect the spiritual gift you have received through the prophecies spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. I want to say to every one of you that you are called. You are called. Matthew 28, go ye therefore. Um, um, Moses, who spoke out and said, I would that all God's people prophesy. We are called, we are called to carry the gospel, to carry the love of Jesus to the lost and hurting. Father, I pray that this will grip our soul. Back to 14. Do not neglect the spiritual gift you received through the prophecy spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. Give your complete attention to these matters. Throw yourself into the task so that everyone will see your progress. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. I'm going to address that last verse. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation. Now, Paul tells Timothy that his salvation, for the sake of his salvation, requires him to be faithful and true. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your salvation and for the salvation of those who hear you. Father, I thank you for your death, burial, and resurrection. I thank you, Lord, for your, your body and for your blood that was shed for our sins. Father, I thank you that we don't stand in fear of losing our relationship with you, but that, Lord, we desire for the sake of our own salvation to stay true to you. And I thank you 
And I ask you to bless this time. And I pray that you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen.